Welcome to Last Week on the Internet, and it is our fourth show, the show where we talk about happenings, general goofs and gaffes on the internet over the past week. Sometimes we have a few articles that are a little bit older than that, as we learned today. Ah. I'm Fonz, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Jake. Hey, how's it going? And yeah, so we're just going to jump right into it. We don't have any cool like intro music like a lot of other podcasts do. Uh, we're working on it. So this week we're going to start, our, our general theme for the show is celebrities are blowing it this week, <laughs> or last week rather. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to start with a couple of social media Last pieces. week, I think, or the last last week, I think it was Samsung is blowing it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with a couple of... Uh, social media pieces these people are not necessarily celebrities so disregard the show title all right off the bat um (laughs) so i don't know if you guys have heard but recently there were photographs posted on facebook of a philadelphia police officer by the name of ian lichterman and in these photographs there were tattoos on this man's arm and he's wearing his police uniform he's apparently standing out of black lives matter um like march and you know just policing it and in the photograph if you look closely um it appears that on one of his arms he has a nazi tattoo like a neo-nazi tattoo and um so naturally because the internet is the place that it is everyone you know decides to go crazy and call the the philadelphia police department all this other stuff saying like why does this guy have a nazi tattoo you know all this other stuff like this and uh mind you in the photograph his arm is twisted so you can't see the whole tattoo um not sufficient evidence to prove a hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt that it is in fact a nazi tattoo and um so yeah that's that's been kind of blowing up um there was there were some other details surrounding this particular individual's like history regarding neo-nazis in a few years back there was like a neo-nazi forum that got raided got hacked and then a whole bunch of people's information you know got released and there was suspiciously someone named ian lichterman on the website um he has some like photos on his either twitter facebook some kind of social media that um you know display some nazi memorabilia or some german rather memorabilia and uh so yeah it's it's hashtag not all germans yeah it's kind of uh it's kind of blowing up and um as of right now oh my god as of right now (laughs) yeah that's not what i meant (laughs) Uh, as of right now there's nothing fully confirmed but what are your what are your thoughts on the matter Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, I... I don't know, I saw some of that stuff that he posted on Instagram, and I didn't even... I don't know, Flickr? Uh, That's that's for... I think that's like Tinder or Grindr, but for (laughs) ladies, Flickr. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And they... He he was like some sort of thing, like, you can't coexist with people who want to kill you, something like that. Yeah. His... Apparently, allegedly, his handle was like Panzerhundo... Zero, hundred, hundred, yeah, zero, three, hund. yeah, zero three eleven. So that's like some sort of Nazi tank. Yeah, uh, and all of it, I think, is like people just wanting to be mad. Personally, that's what I think. But you know, I mean, maybe, maybe he is a secret Nazi. Uh, mm. But really, like, even if he is a secret Nazi, you know what? That's uh, unfortunately his his own beliefs. He can't change his own beliefs. As yeah, you want to. See, I think the interesting part about it is if you, it it only takes, I feel like he's got, you know, he's got one more thing to get released that is just like, this guy's confirmed for being a neo-Nazi. But if you look at it, like from the opposite perspective, you could also see someone who is just very interested in, you know, World War II history. Yeah. Like someone who's an avid fan. Because they were. His name is Ian Hans Lichterman. Right. Holy crap! How much more like German can you get? So yeah. he's probably just proud of his heritage, regardless of what history that heritage has. Yeah, because he's like also in some photographs, um, you know, participating in like reenactments, like war reenactments and stuff like that. And people are like, well, you know, that could be signifying him 
you know, supporting Nazis or being a neo-Nazi. And it's like, well, if you think about it in the reenactment, someone's got to be the Nazi. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> if, you, if you're accurately reenacting, someone has to do it. So maybe oh. it just was that guy. Tom. Oh, man. I, I drew the short stick again. I was a Nazi last week. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the, I feel like it also draws into question whether or not this man's neo-Nazi beliefs uh, should have any influence on his employment with the police department. Because I feel like at this rate, we're we're getting a little George Orwell with it, and we're like trying to thought police, you know, trying yeah. to police what this guy believes in. Because you know, if he's a neo-Nazi and he's at the Black Lives Matter movement, and he just like runs out into the crowd and starts shooting black folks, now we have a problem. But yeah. if he's a police officer and he's doing his job, ultimately, how much do his beliefs really matter? I always get upset at these sort of like no, I don't think anything's particularly happened to him. Um, but, like, when you hear about, like, oh, this person, like, did this thing on social media, and now, like, let's go make them lose their job. Right. Like, regardless of whether that person is a good or bad person, like, there's some sort of, like, danger of, like, posting any of your ideas on social media nowadays, because if yeah. someone disagrees with you, then they're just going to, like, email chain your boss and just, like, don't shop here because this person is a bad person and they just happen to hire this person. So. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately I do kind of feel like the internet is, well, I want to, I guess the social media internet aspect is it's kind of, you know, blowing it out of control or blowing it out of proportion rather. Um, I know for sure that there was like a statement made by the Philadelphia police department and they were saying that at present they don't have any policies regarding you know, visible tattoos and people were like, oh, well, they need to, you know, what do you mean you don't have a policy regarding the tattoo? And it's like, well, they're saying him having a visible tattoo doesn't affect his ability to be hired. They're not saying like, oh, yeah, we can, you can tattoo a swastika on your forehead and you're in, brother. (laughs) Like they're, they're pretty much just saying, if you have tattoos, we're not going to hold that against you. They also, you know, followed up in that same thing saying they don't condone any kind of like racism, hate speech, all this other stuff. So ultimately it looks like it comes down to what is the tattoo? Like, yeah, I feel like that's the determining factor. And without sufficient evidence on that front, I don't think, you know, I don't think you have a right to try and, you know, freak out and call this guy something he may not be. Now, like I said, he's he's dancing real close to the fire. Yeah. He does, he's got he's got a lot of other things. But, you know, who knows? I feel like it's a it's it's kind of like a we need to take a step back, think about things rationally, maybe look at it from someone else's perspective and then, f- you know, figure this out logically instead of letting our imaginations get away with us. Right. So there's that guy. Then uh, a more a more exciting someone uh, else who got a lot of flack this week on yeah, social media. A more was, exciting piece. You guys. Oh man. Was uh uh she's been named Teacher Bay on social media, but her <laughs> name's uh Patrice Brown and she she got a little bit of uh criticism for posting these pictures to her uh Instagram and in the picture uh, it's really, honestly, just her in a dress, and she's, I guess, a little, uh, she's got a little bit of a, how, what is the most, political? she's got a booty. Yeah. <laughs> she do. <laughs> uh, she's just, she's a very, she's an attractive uh, teacher. And she's, a, she's a voluptuous young lady. Yeah, and people gave her some criticism, because some people said, like, oh, this is, she's, she's a, I think, a, elementary school teacher yeah Yeah. she's an elementary school teacher i was gonna say what grade but i don't know what grade she she was teaching um but people were saying how uh she was some people were saying that she was inappropriately dressed Mm -hmm. other people were saying that she is a proud black woman and should should be proud of teaching her youth that was an actual quote that wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) uh and yeah it got a lot of uh got a lot of attention on social media did you what do you think of the pictures uh well i definitely had some <laughs> pictures to work with i had some thoughts and i looked for a lot of pictures um uh, but uh yeah no i i definitely feel like it's once again it's it's people just wanting to be upset about something because frankly if you like assess the images from just like a completely neutral standpoint and just like look at what she is wearing 
it's just normal clothes. Like she's not like most of her dresses are like knee length or or further. She's not like showing, you know, cleavage. Like in the picture that I'm looking at right now, she's wearing like a pink dress and the the neck of the dress like comes up to her neck like all the way. And in a few of them she's wearing like a cardigan and all this other stuff. So uh, I feel like there it's it comes down to one of two things. One, either people just want to complain about something or two, there's just some some haters. She's got some haters. They're jealous. I ain't a hater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always get like when I have see articles like this or something like this sort of situation, I kind of get like I feel creepy on myself. Like I'm like, "Oh man." Cuz I'm always like thinking, "Man, my teacher never looked like that." In, yeah. In the not that like when I was in third grade, like I wanted my teacher to look like that. I yeah. probably wanted my teacher to be Gumby, but oh my uh, God. <laughs> he would I have mean, been a pretty good teacher. If if your teacher did look like that as a third grader, you probably wouldn't have noticed. Cause... To be fair, Gumby had some curves. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he had it going in all the right places too. <laughs> and I, I I do feel like that's the other aspect of the story is the fact that she is like an elementary school teacher. So it's just like they're like you know they're they're kids they don't notice the fact that their teacher is particularly good looking you know like yeah she's just their teacher to them and right. once again it's not even like she's wearing like revealing clothing she's just wearing normal clothes like what do you want her to constantly be in like you know a full cosby sweater you know yeah ultimately mm-hmm. like you know what if, if anyone has any sort of say because really it's no one if someone like has a thought about this, it ultimately doesn't matter because this person's not in their lives and yeah. she's not doing anything offensive. Right. And like, if anyone has a say, it should be like the the parents. I feel like, and if they care at all, and if they have a care, we can talk to them on the next show. Yeah. If they have some sort of issue with how she's dressed, but yeah, like really, it comes down to like this teacher is just trying to teach. Yeah, she's, she's just doing teach. her job. Yeah, teachers yeah. going teach. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a good summary for that. And then now, so now we move into our celebrity pieces. The 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 Speaking best. Speaking of other people who are hot <laughs> in here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of it being hot, um, I am a little hot out of this. We we have a recent recent news about Nelly, the uh, the artist Nelly, owing the IRS. And here, this is a this is an exact number. Two million four hundred and twelve thousand two hundred and eighty three dollars in federal taxes, apparently, as of twenty that's as of twenty thirteen or as of twenty thirteen he owes a hundred and forty nine thousand five hundred and eleven to the state of Missouri. So when this news broke, his fans found out about it and decided that they would try and help by making playlists on things like spotify and apple music and all this other you know other music streaming services and they were going to play his 2002 hit single hot in her <laughs> if i believe i'm pronouncing that correctly hot in her yeah that's it and uh they were hoping that you know these streams would pay him enough money if enough people did it to you know maybe not pay all of it but at least help a lot and the unfortunate part is, you know, finally a good-natured deed done on the internet. Um, the unfortunate part about it is, these fans don't really understand how these, you know, Spotify streams and all this other stuff actually pays the artist. Uh, from what I'm looking at here, based on Spotify's publicly announced royalty rates of artists getting point zero zero six and point zero zero eight four since per single stream he would need 287,000 one or sorry 287 million 176,547 streams of that song that's it (laughs) (laughs) if he's lucky and he's on the high end of the payout system on the low end he would need 402 million so ultimately streaming hot in the air as as many times as you like isn't gonna help him at all but if you want to stream dilemma it might <laughs> help out a little bit <laughs> is that also a nelly song yeah you oh, remember that song i don't oh, okay. yeah <laughs> uh yeah I, it, it was the next single after hot in here 
See, I guess I was never, I was never really a Nelly fan. I think I only knew Hot in Here because of like, you know, it being in TV shows and other things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just, yeah. <laughs> you know that other song, Just a Dream? That's newer. Probably. You probably know it if you heard it. That's, that's a much, the other, the other one was older from the same album. Hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah. I gotta, you, I gotta brush up on my Nelly. You need to re, like, we'll go back in time and watch your, like, middle school dance videos they uh-huh. played all those songs all those jams see busting I, out in the hot in here <laughs> they were, i wasn't yeah. cool enough to go to the dance <laughs> yeah i was in the back wall filming it so <laughs> uh, i got all the tapes if you want to watch one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right in other celebrity news speaking wanna... of someone who's hot in here i'm doing yeah. the segues <laughs> same segue to get us in same segue to get us out <laughs> You can. Uh, you want to talk about the Kate Upton story? Sure. So we talked a little bit about um, uh, the. We we mainly focused on Colin Kaepernick. Was it last two two episodes ago? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. We've had so many. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say in the past three episodes. <laughs> oh, it was episode two. It was episode two. Because we've only had three. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but uh, we were talking about some people were critiquing uh nfl players and there's been a bunch there's been a bunch more i don't know if you saw the high school students have there's a there's a whole thing about high school students are taking a knee yeah during uh the national anthem now a lot of other players the specifically kate upton i think was talking about the miami dolphins on on september 11th Mm -hmm. it was like opening day i don't know football sports yeah sports um And they were taking a knee during the national anthem, as a lot of players have been. And she posted a picture of them, and she said that the national anthem, quote, represents honoring the many brave men and women who sacrifice and have sacrificed their lives each and every single day to protect our freedom. Um, And then she went on and said that America is, quote, a place where anyone, no matter what race or gender, has the potential to become president of the United States. So, you know, I don't know. Was she really critiquing it? That's what I read her things, and it was like, I guess she she did call them that she said it was they were horrific. But then, like, that part, the quote that I read, and, like, the quote that I saw, she didn't really, oh, I guess she did say, no, no, I'm continuing. <laughs> uh, I keep reading, and then now we're getting to the bad or the worst parts. She yeah. said, it's a shame how quickly we have forgotten this as a society yeah Where, yeah okay yeah so i don't know i feel like she wanted to get in on the action and you know potentially she, her, her modeling career wasn't you know as she had a down down time some downtime yeah so she instagram man i don't oof. See, instagram this oh. is this is what we were talking about once again in episode two about these like long form twitter and instagram yeah. posts where it's like well you have a website or like a blog or something you could put this on. Well, I, I mean, I guess they're trying to, you know, reach the most people with one post. And, you know, she has probably over millions of uh, Instagram followers or subscribers or whatever you call it on there. But um, I don't know. I find it interesting. I find her little, if you will, rant interesting because so they're just just the same emotional roller coaster that you went through reading it now there were some things <laughs> i agreed with and then there are some things i like strongly disagreed with right uh so starting near the near the beginning how she was saying that you know the national anthem represents honoring the many brave men and women who sacrifice and have sacrificed their lives each day each and every single day to protect our freedom fair enough um I don't know if I would necessarily say that's the only thing the national anthem represents because you, you know, these people are kneeling over, you know, police brutality and, and inequalities and things like that. So it's And like, I mean, they're yeah. still, they're like, they're only kneeling They're I feel like they're still showing respect. They're still looking at the flag. They're still yeah. like taking a moment of silence. There are way worse things that they could have been doing. They could have been running around the field and doing like something dumb Right. Like as we said in an early post, like they could be burning a flag on the the field, but they're not doing that. They're just simply kneeling. Yeah, and Colin Kaepernick was sitting. Like, right, and so they're not they're not being disrespectful. But if your argument is that 
people sacrifice their lives to protect our freedoms and these people are kneeling for because they feel like they have a lack of freedoms or you know there are inequalities present doesn't that tell you that maybe your assumption about the you know symbolism behind the national anthem is maybe wrong or maybe that you don't have the same experiences or the same ideas that someone else has or the same feelings towards the national anthem like i feel like the big picture with this whole post is that maybe she doesn't realize that everything isn't the same way for everyone that she sees it you know it kind of seems like she thinks well this is the way i see things and like it's like this for everyone right and it's like well not quite and that's why this is happening right now that I'm reading the whole Instagram post, before I was just reading snippets of it, which uh-huh. is why I was getting so mixed up. But yeah, now that I'm reading the, reading the whole thing, so she says this thing about like recent history has shown that it's a place where specific America, she means, is a uh-huh. place where anyone, no matter what race or gender, has the potential to become president of the United States. But really, because like we've had one half black president, and suddenly like all race relations are just solved. Like, yeah. What? That's a little. You also a little taking it a little stretch. Yeah, you have to also remember Barack Obama right. was the first appearing African American president. I mean, like like you just said, he's half black, but you know he doesn't look like the previous presidents. So I feel like that's, right. Yeah, that's what she's getting yeah, at. But like what? Forty three white presidents, and then we have one black guy. Like, right. So and that we had no women. We've had no any yeah. other race. Like what? Yeah. And you I also don't understand have to. How you, you elect one black president and suddenly like that means all races all races suddenly have the same potential to become president like that's not the case like right i feel like white people still have a higher percentage of getting to become president i mean we have two white people running for president right now yeah i mean like i didn't know i was gonna get some anger over this story (laughs) (laughs) and Uh, i mean yeah barack obama became president but remember how long there was this whole um, I'm very unsure as to why this was a thing, but remember how long the whole kind of like berating him about his like what was it his birth certificate or something? Like, uh, I think you know you misspoke. His everything? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. I think it took until like 2016 to fix all of that. <laughs> yeah. It so, took a while. Yeah. So it's just like you can say yeah you can say out of your mouth that you know anyone can be president no matter what race or gender but a like you were just saying not only do we not have any kind of like statistical evidence to prove that but like when we did get our first black president yeah and then when we did get our first black president he like had to get put through the ringer and like prove your you know people wanted to prove his citizenship and like seeing his birth certificate and all this other stuff and it's kind of just like i like to hope yeah yeah, and I would like to hope by the point that you're, you know, being elected president, I'm pretty sure, like, it doesn't matter if you have your own qualms in your heart, like, oh, he he's not a citizen. I'm pretty sure that's already been figured out. Like, I don't think you get that far in the process, and they're just like, oh, ah, I forgot to check his birth certificate. Yeah, they have, <laughs> I think for the, the job of president of the United States, they might have the same standards as, like, a background check at, a, you know, McDonald's. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I And then I, I find it ironic that she... Okay, so, like, she says in her in her little rant like protest all you want and use social media all you want however during the nearly two minutes when that song is playing i believe everyone should put their hands on their heart and be proud of our country for we are all truly blessed i find it interesting that she's saying you know protest all you want use social media all you want and she's using social media as a platform to you know uh, talk about her beliefs and she's i mean she's saying like that's a way to do it which is fair enough because that's what she's doing but on the same hand you know maybe colin kaepernick doesn't have 1.4 million instagram followers like you do maybe he has like 12 i doubt it but you know maybe not as many so like his platform that he can be heard if you will because he didn't say anything but like be heard would be football whereas yours is instagram so it's just like that's both their respective places yeah kind of yeah 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 so it's just like they like you can call instagram social media but in a way you know with them being football players that kind of is their social media like that's where they're seen you know what i mean like you're seen on instagram they're seen on the football field so like that's when they're using their time their 
quote unquote social media to make that reach to like you know get their opinion towards people so yeah, no, definitely, uh, definitely an interesting little post. Um, I feel like we could talk about it for for forever. Yeah, I honestly could talk about it for for a while longer, but we should probably move on. <laughs> yeah, so let's move on to. I don't. You got to give me a segue. Oh man, so that was hot in here. <laughs> I don't have a segue for this one. I don't think. That was Nelly's uh, hot. Well, we in were here. talking about someone who. Uh, I don't know, they, both of these people are kind of like famous for their uh for uh how do I put this for modeling I, I couldn't way, so. yeah I guess I couldn't draw any comparisons aside from like both are white females <laughs> but they both uh their their jobs you both use their body <laughs> <laughs> they're both models that's what I said they're both models okay, okay fair enough so slight... is a little bit more legit <laughs> yeah <laughs> slightly slightly dated news we <laughs> we had to blow the dust off of this one i saw it in the on tv recently um but on the article Your that, TV's always up. yeah tv is always up to the minute um <laughs> danny mathers playboy playmate um that whole body shaming incident that she had in like a an la fitness um she basically took a photograph of an older woman coming out of the shower um, inside of like a, a locker room, like a women's locker room. And she took a photograph and posted it on Snapchat with the caption, if I can't unsee this, then you can't either. And um, then had a, a second Snapchat with her like laughing or something like that, you know, with her face. And um, obviously, you know, that raises a lot of issues because first <laughs> of all, you have a breach of privacy. You're photographing someone inside of a locker room, which is not cool. But um her first her first little excuse to try and get out of it was that she meant to only send it to her friend like to a single person and that she was unsure as to how to use snapchat and i yeah i called bs on that one right off the bat because i you know i didn't start i didn't start using snapchat when it first was cool like i was on the downswing and she had the caption on top of the photograph and that's why i called bs because it took me forever to figure out how to type on top of the photos in snapchat so i'm like no i don't believe that i welcome to our news welcome to our news segment it's called old man yells at his phone <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's called, how do i work this snapchat yeah. it's called fonz is out of touch with, uh, with little like apps and stuff all but, these kids um, are tweeting and twittering yeah <laughs> tweeting and twiddling um, using grinder and tinder and oh, <laughs> yeah flick, flicker <laughs> so after she came off of the uh the it was an accident excuse because that pretty much just got thrown out um she got banned from every LA fitness in LA. Like she can't go back to any of them. Um, she can no longer be a playmate. And then I know there were, they found the woman in the photograph and they were looking into pressing charges. I don't know whether that's fully panned out or not. Um, but they were like talking about the charges that she could have you know the charges that she could bring forth towards Danny Mathers, but um, what did you think about the that whole thing? This reminds me of. Do you remember that picture that they posted on the internet? I don't. This wasn't a famous person, I'm pretty sure, but someone took a picture of that a, a large guy dancing at a club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. And they people were making or this person specifically that took the picture was making fun of him. Yeah. And then he got a bunch of support, like, hey, if. You want to go out and have fun? You do your thing. Have fun. If you want to go to the same idea with that is like you, if you want to go, you're going to the gym. You're already trying. So mm-hmm. that's you shouldn't be shamed because you're trying. Right. Uh, really, it comes down to celebrities are just average people and they're dumb. Because yeah. People, we are dumb, and we see something and we think that would be funny, and then right. you do it and you're like, oh no, wait, I that was it wasn't as funny as i thought and unfortunately yeah. when you're like a, a big name like her then you get in a little trouble like that yeah and it takes a little bit before you it's already too late like you've already sent the snap or the tweet or whatever by the time right. you realize like oh crap i messed up but um, well, before i say this i will say that i disagree i think that what she did was bad but oh, yeah. 
for your average person, I was looking at my Snapchat the other night from uh-huh. a, after I was out uh, at night, and I was looking at my story, and I got to a picture that it was like dumb. It was just like a picture of a brace of like a tag on my uh, wrist, and it said like "mo," and I had written on it like "I'm not in Missouri." Oh my goodness! Yeah, it wasn't. I looked at it later, and I was like, "That's embarrassing." <laughs> See, that's just like uh, average level cringe. You didn't pull anyone else in that with you. It was just that's you. true. <laughs> but I'm just making a comparison. Like, you do stupid things. You think they're gonna be funny. They're yeah. not funny. Sometimes yeah. you offend people, and right. that's not cool. You shouldn't do that. It's definitely okay to make that mistake if it only involves yourself. Yeah. But um, I personally. I don't get me wrong. I definitely do think the whole thing is messed up. I also, it seems like it, I don't know. At first I was thinking it's a bit too much to try and like, uh, press charges against her. But now I kind of feel like she should, frankly, uh, if no other, if for no other reason than to, you know, make an example out of her to, and get other people to not decide to do that. But, um, I, I definitely think that, you know, the whole thing is, definitely it's definitely made a mistake but with that being said i do have to say that seeing an old lady in the women's locker room coming out of the shower as much as you may find that disturbing i don't want to hear anyone complaining about a woman coming out of the shower in the locker room until you've been into a men's locker room (laughs) because there are old dudes that do not know how to cover up nor do they care no, they do not care. You, they'll be holding a towel. It's draped over their shoulder. And it's like, that's not where that goes. <laughs> because whether they just got out of the shower or not, I'm pretty sure sometimes they show up naked. And <laughs> so if you want to see some things that you can't unsee, you need to go to a men's locker room. <laughs> well, let's not. <laughs> um, follow up from last week. I did actually watch Atlanta. And guess where I did not watch it? On YouTube. <laughs> you watched it on Facebook instead. I got you. I understand. Uh, no, it was actually taken down off of YouTube. Really? I think maybe they only left it up because it was posted by like FX Networks yeah, Face or uh, YouTube. Yeah, and huh. I think they might have taken it down when the second episode came out because it was not there. Interesting. Well, so, so that's yeah, strange. But yeah, but did you like it? What did you think of it? Oh, I definitely. Okay, so. The first episode feels slow. Second I, episode also feels slow. Yeah. It, it it does feel like it's building to something. See, you already yeah. told me you haven't watched the third one, so I can't. What I would say about it is something that we happens don't in the third one. Yeah. For anyway, those who may not have seen the third episode. But yeah. I guess I'll just give it a quick summary that I like it. I don't love it. But mm-hmm. I also feel like I need to wait it feels like he's trying to make it slow on purpose like drag it out in a way did you think it was funny at all did you Um, laugh there were some funny moments not i definitely wouldn't i agree with what you were saying before where i definitely don't find it like i don't think it's a comedy i don't think it's supposed to be like laughing all the time but yeah no there are a few uh, a a few moments where i gave a light chuckle (laughs) like that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, no, I like it. I don't love it. I feel like it's... You don't what, have to have it. What, what happens halfway through the season, you know, when when that when we get to that part, I feel like that's going to be the determining factor. If it hasn't picked yeah. up by then, it's I might I might drop it. Yeah, but, I don't know. I'll stick with it for a season. Yeah. I mean, I got a pretty bunch of time. <laughs> See, the other thing is, based on the content of the, the current episodes that are out, I feel like it might be getting a little bit too niche. And well, first of all, it's already on FX, which is, you know, you cut your audience down. And then if you get too niche, it might not last. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he's trying something, so we'll see yeah. how it goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely, I can appreciate the fact that he's trying because, you know, you, you read the credits and his name is so many of them. So like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's awesome. That's definitely cool for him. And that, that it definitely doesn't change my, like, status as to whether or not i'm a fan of his or not you're um, a super fan yeah you're a fan girl at this point yeah but um we'll we'll see Boy. we'll see how it pans out um so now we now we get into the the meat of the show and yeah. uh it's it starts with memes because everything starts with a good meme um 
So another podcast that you actually introduced me to, My Brother, My Brother and Me, um, I was listening to their most recent episode today, and I don't get out much. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the kids say nowadays, but I heard in, I heard one of the McElroy brothers, unfortunately I don't remember which one it was, um, say, no tea, no shade. And I, okay, so I know at least two out of the three of them are homeowners, you know, they're, they're, my point is they're adults. They're real adults. They're not pretend adults like you and I are. <laughs> and I found it interesting that this, like, if you, I guess you can call it a meme or just like this phrase, this internet culture phrase made it to these people who are actual adults. I mean, I do understand that two of them work for Polygon. So like they're very familiarized with the internet and like being yeah. up to date on things, but you know, they're actual adults. They have like, spouses like wives and children and like houses they own homes and things like that so like you know in my head i think of them i was like okay they're they're actual they're functioning members of society (laughs) unlike myself so (laughs) i wanted to introduce that to go into when good memes go bad and yeah (laughs) and how pepe the frog became somehow the mascot of the alt-right movement and you introduced this to me so why don't you talk about it so it's a little bit it's like you said this is the meat of the show so it's a little i have to give a little backstory so stay with me on this but um essentially um hillary clinton's campaign or at least a it's yeah it's hillary clinton's campaign um posted this made this post that was saying that was basically a Q and A, except for they were both doing the Q and the A, about <laughs> um, the, uh, this picture that Donald Trump, J. Trump Jr. was mm-hmm. posted on Instagram, and he posted this picture of the deplorables, which Hillary, if you don't know already, Hillary Clinton called half of Trump supporters deplorables, meaning they're like racist shitbags. Whether mm-hmm. that's true or not, I don't know. I don't. I don't actually think that, but that's what she said. So he, after she said that, he posted this picture on uh, Instagram. Uh, it was the what would we say that movie was? The uh, Expendables. Yeah. But it was photoshopped with a bunch of uh, kind of alt quote alt right guys, the mm-hmm. alt right, like the alternative right. Yeah. Um, we'll post a and, link to the picture in the description. Yeah, and one of the faces was Pepe the Frog. <laughs> um, My and boy. So yeah. <laughs> yep, <laughs> all of our boys. Um, feels bad, man. And <laughs> so they posted this kind of like asking, like, why is there a frog standing behind Trump? And they said, like, they, they explained it, and they said, that's Pepe. He's a symbol associated with white supremacy. And I'm pumping the brakes already. I'm just like, we're not even. We're on the first question Q and the first A, and I'm already just like, hold on. Pepe is like a white supremacy thing, and. This is spread super far, and it's they, they didn't technically uh, start it. They quoted in their Q and A. Uh, well, here I'll just read their their explanation. They said Pepe was a cartoon frog. He began began an innocent meme, uh, and then in a few months ago, he started being co opted by white supremacists who call themselves the alt right, and they decided to take back Pepe by adding swastikas and other symbols of anti semitism and white supremacy. Um, and then they go on and quote this Daily Beast article, and in that article, this um, the author Olivia Newsy goes and she she quotes all of these like Instagram handles and Twitter handles. I think they're I think they're all Twitter handles. Twitter is the apps, right? Yeah. Uh, we yeah. don't, man. Yeah, we gotta figure. Right. Out. We're <laughs> we're experts on the internet right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, she she quotes this this guy who says he's a white nationalist and he co-opted the so that's where they're getting all of their facts he says that he co-opted this pepe he wanted to quote take it back from the normies uh and that he wanted to make pepe theirs again so since pepe sort of started off on 4chan like most memes and then moved to the quote normies uh <laughs> some people get a little angry that like the rest of the world gets to enjoy in on the memes that 4chan <laughs> deems should be only for them. And I, this is only a few people on 4chan. But, um, yeah, and then they, 
they get weird ideas in their head. So whether or not any of the facts in the Daily Beast article are true or not, like these people that she interviewed, it just seems there's so many red flags popping up because like you whenever you're interviewing like anonymous, quote anonymous, and also well, let's just I'm gonna jump back into this. I want to <laughs> take a, a breather side side story yeah. story before the story. Um, <laughs> I've heard people in my life ask me like, oh. Like, oh, have you heard of, like, this anonymous hacker group? Like, they go by anonymous, and they wear uh-huh. those, like, masks. And, like, I have the same feeling in my my chest that I was just describing where I'm just like, normies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, so uh, they co- basically allegedly co-opted and wanted to make, they started putting swastikas on uh, Pepe, and they started making him, like, a symbol for uh, anti-Semitism and uh, white supremacy. Uh, yeah. I don't what did, what did you take from all of it? It's just so much. Yeah, there's there, so many places that I want to go. Yeah, there's a lot to take in. Mostly to bed to cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you were first explaining it to me, I found the most interesting part of this entire, the whole, I don't know, this whole shitstorm that, Okay, so in the Daily Beast article, there's a part, and um, I quote, it says, It began in late 2015 on R9K, a controversial 4chan board, where, as on any message board, it can be difficult to discern how serious commenters are being, or if they're just fucking around entirely. I feel like that right there should have been your red flag to like yeah. it it that should have been just like holy shit let's pull the article because yeah. <laughs> it's like you were getting trolled. Uh, I mean obviously no one knows yeah potentially no one knows the actual truth regarding that I guess except for this person at Jared T Swift. But um you know the quote that you were saying earlier where he was saying we basically mixed Pepe in with Nazi propaganda etc we built that association Jared T at Jared T Swift says and he's also you know they explain who he is if you will um, a little bit earlier in the article mentioning that he's 19 or he claims to be 19 and he's an anonymous uh, white nationalist and I find all of this it feels like I'm reading one of those stories where a group of people like got together to like trick someone who is uh, out of the loop and yeah. that's what this whole thing feels like because she goes on later in the article to say he sent me a quote unquote rare pepe and it's like <laughs> you <laughs> exactly you it's got like, the goods yeah it's like you she got was giving the goods <laughs> yeah. it's uh, like you got trolled dude you definitely yeah. got trolled okay but but here's the thing is that like I feel like the exact same where they got trolled, but like in recent days, people have been up like strongly on, or the ones that I've read that they've been agreeing that he is a symbol. So like, right. I've read this isn't like the most noteworthy news, but site, but it's Heat Street. They posted this article uh, a couple days ago that was said, "No, Hillary Pepe the Frog is not a racist meme." Yeah, and then just today they made an apology post and they said Hillary Clinton is absolutely right Pepe meme is anti-semitic and <laughs> apology so like not only I feel like it's Hillary and her campaign getting trolled but I think a lot of other people are I just want to refuse to get trolled like yeah this can't be real right he he's not anti-semitic he's well Pepe. well here's my here's my take on the matter okay so it like it said in that quote earlier it began it began in late 2015 on r9k i can admit to being a degenerate i browsed (laughs) r9k definitely during late 2015 even still today um unfortunately and um you know you're still a degenerate (laughs) yeah i can say that i haven't necessarily seen any nazi pepes that doesn't necessarily mean that there weren't any that just means it wasn't prominent enough for me to notice it or to see it and okay so there definitely was actually a campaign to take Pepe back from the normies um that was a real thing but it didn't necessarily have to do with nazi propaganda i do also remember that during the campaign to take Pepe back from the normies they tried to decide to elect a different mascot which was a turtle that they were going to call popo so (laughs) i think that should tell you the level of you know complexity we're dealing with here which is why i find making 
Pepe an anti-Semitic symbol is a little bit far, uh, it's a little bit farther out than they were looking at, you know. But isn't a symbol just like whatever the populace gives it credence? Like it, it, you give a symbol, like you choose this, what the symbol represents. Right. So in that way, you know, even if these, even if Jared T. Swift was just trolling and made, you know, Pepe with uh, swastikas on him or whatever, and it was all just a joke, eventually, you know, if enough people believe it and think of it as that, then it's kind of, it is that now. And I feel like that's what's happening right now. Yeah. I do think, and we were talking about, I, I do think that the the Clinton campaign, at least on this, this is on HillaryClinton.com. We'll have links in the description, but this is on HillaryClinton.com. So we're not just like, you know, pulling this out of the air, making stuff up. Because I don't like to talk about political stuff. I feel like, you know, people get too divided. But regardless, th- there's an image of, so this is on the site that's explaining how you know, they're, they're kind of connecting the dots for you, if you will, about how, you know, Trump's campaign is anti-Semitic or, you know, uh, white supremacist, supremacist. And um, there's an image which appears to be a tweet from Donald Trump's Twitter, and it has him standing at a podium and he, there's an American flag behind him and he is portrayed as like, Pepe. And they're saying, you know, let me get this straight. Trump's presidential campaign is posting memes associated with white supremacy online. And then it just flat out says yes. And then the next thing that it's like, but it's just his son and one of his closest advisors, right? And then it says, nope. And then underneath is that screenshot of a tweet. And I kind of feel like you're reaching because there's no, there's nothing white supremacist about the actual image except for the fact that there are some people who may associate you know white supremacy with Pepe and then Donald Trump is portrayed as Pepe in this image I feel like and I made this analogy earlier you're kind of taking it to the level where it's like well a prominent color that was used in the Nazi regime was red and you're saying if Trump was wearing red a red suit in this image then that means Trump's a Nazi and it's like, mm, I don't feel like you can you can make that that you know that connection there. Someone who may not be familiarized with the the white supremacist Pepe, if you will, um, may have you know just made this image of Donald Trump as Pepe. They don't necessarily have to connect, and especially considering you were we were just talking about how you know after an image is believed to be something by X number of people, then that's what it is. But you also have to understand that Pepe did not begin as a white supremacist meme. So I feel like it's safe to assume that the majority of people who are informed on Pepe's origins do not associate him with a white supremacist meme. You understand? Right. Okay, so here's here's something that I've been looking at. Uh, so Jared T. Swift, the guy who kind of like sold the story to the Daily Beast, uh-huh. or at least the Daily Beast quotes him a lot Yeah, uh, as the white supremacist. If you go to his Twitter, uh, people are, like, tweeting him and, like, saying, like, he's basically a known troll. Yeah. And people are saying, like, things along the lines of, like, did, uh, at JRT Swift, am I hallucinating or did you just troll your way into the election? Or <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Like, he, he posted the Hillary article and he said something oh he said that because hillary in the thing that in the article it says that he's a prominent white supremacist mm-hmm. and anti-semitic he made a tweet that said i am literally none of these things i'm actually jewish by the way <laughs> so it seems like he's a pretty big troll yeah and that's that's the other issue with um... and like the weird thing is like there's changing i didn't realize that you, you don't want to stay on a political narrative too long because right. I agree with you. You get people disagree, but like they are, they are like twisting this in. Like I feel like Hillary like made a mistake and then like, or at least the Hillary campaign made a mistake and then suddenly like, uh, they're just going with it. Like oh, well we're locked in. Yeah, and Pepe's racist. Yeah, and then I like we were saying earlier on the um, it is on the Daily Beast article how they. But, they started with saying, you know, it began in late 2015 on R9K on 4chan. And I was telling you this earlier uh, that there is a quote on the top of 
slash b on 4chan that says the stories and information posted here are artistic works of fiction and falsehood only a fool would take anything posted here as fact and i feel like that's your biggest mistake was taking any kind of like factual information that you think is good enough to publish an article about from anyone on 4chan that's your problem (laughs) that's like Uh. the opposite of what you want to do (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I just think that they get trolled, really. I really and truly. Yeah, I honestly think that too. But to uh to not stay on on political stuff for too long. Let's let's move forward. We're already fifty minutes deep, so we're gonna have to we're gonna take our segment about the the Pokemon Go Plus. I was actually one of the few remaining people stupid enough to continue to play this game and stupid enough to go buy one but you're gonna have to tune in next week to hear my thoughts on on that matter get um, that full review. yeah get that full review we're gonna tease you a little bit um but yeah is in, he the pokemon master yeah <laughs> um, does he in, know how to use the phone <laughs> do i have a no snapchat <laughs> where is the snapchat <laughs> in uh, uh in better news um that whole the whole thing that we talked about what was it last week about yeah it was last week about in the past three episodes yeah in the in our our arduous repertoire of episodes um samsung has put up some kind of a guide of some sort that you can use to identify whether or not your galaxy note 7 uh has a safe battery um there will be a link to it in the description but you know that definitely helps out those who may have been wondering whether or not they needed to do the recall whether or not you felt safe using your phone because it may or may not explode spontaneously um whether yeah. or not you can actually legally get it onto a plane yeah that that whole thing so yeah now you can uh you should definitely check that out if you have a samsung galaxy note 7 you can check to see whether or not you have a phone or a bomb um, <laughs> oh man <laughs> um in news that i feel like shocked all of us but not that much if you if you're paying close enough attention ad block plus that beautiful beautiful chrome extension or whatever browser you use it should be chrome but <laughs> we're not going to kick you out of bed for eating crackers um ad block plus is going to begin selling ads in the ironic plot twist that shocked the nation. Except for no one was shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except for no one was shocked. If you, yeah. you know, when you first install Adblock Plus, they kind of go on this, I feel like it's it's unwelcomed. They're, un, you know, they're kind of spewing this propaganda at me that I didn't ask for. I, I installed a Chrome extension. I just want you to block ads so that I can watch my YouTube videos faster. <laughs> I don't want you to talk to me about, you know, ethical advertising. But they do, and they talk about... Yeah. Yeah, they talk about how non-intrusive ads are the kind of ads that they want on the internet. They don't want to just get rid of all ads. They just want to have non-intrusive advertising. And they have now, you know, pretty much put their foot in 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 the market to begin selling non-intrusive advertising. And their foot in their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. So what do you think about that? Um. Yeah, it's not too shocking when you said to send it to me i was uh i was just kind of like oh you know that happened yeah <laughs> it's a little disappointing but you know not the worst yeah uh we'll, we'll see how it turns out we'll see what they actually go with they're just right now they're just launching a new service so right we'll see how that new service acts and what it does yeah the only thing that slightly scares me is I feel like you're running into a conflict of interest because, you know, if you look at your Adblock Plus options menu, you ha- they have a little checkbox that says allow some non-intrusive advertising and you can uncheck that. But it's like if they're selling the non-intrusive advertising and I have that box unchecked, is it still going to show up? Because right. they, you know, like they ha- they run the extension and the ads. So it's like right. they could just make it show up anyway. Yeah, they could easily. So we'll see if they actually do that or not. And then... That's when the sketchy stuff begins. Yeah. Begins. Right now, yep. it's just like they're teetering on Sketchville. They haven't actually crossed over to City Bounds yet. Right. So hopefully that doesn't that doesn't go downhill. But um, in our goof and gaff segment of the day, 
I was going to ask you to introduce this, but, yeah. <laughs> but you were telling me that you didn't really know anything about it. So um... Well, here, I, I, I can introduce you. Okay. So today on our Goof and Gaff segment, Fonz will tell you about a new craze that is sweeping Korea. <laughs> All right. And that new, craze, <laughs> <laughs> that new craze is mukbang. <laughs> Something that, unfortunately, I'm not proud of myself for this, but I saw it on Viceland. Um... <laughs> And uh, they were doing a little, I don't know what you want to call it, I guess a documentary style piece about mukbang. And mukbang is a portmanteau that combines the Korean word for eat and the word for broadcast. And essentially, this is kind of like a trend in Korea where people buy a large amount of food like have it, you know, whether it be delivered to your house or you bring it back or you cook it. One of the um, mukbang BJs is actually a, like a trained chef and uh, he cooks his own food, but they cook or buy a large amount of food and just eat it on camera. Like just they're streaming, like live streaming, and it's just yeah. them eating food. <laughs> how do you uh, how do you feel about uh, that? <laughs> I feel like I went into the wrong career. <laughs> Uh, I need to move to Korea and just start streaming. I didn't realize that when I tried to stream Hearthstone, Hearthstone, excuse me, that um, that, that was the wrong thing to stream. I should have started streaming uh, just mukbanging food, eating yeah. food. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at this, and there's like streamers who are pretty popular, apparently, um, who were like under 20. Yeah. Like a 15-year-old who was eating ramen. I did that when I was 15, and I didn't... Yeah, paid to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in yeah. fact, my my all of my friends call me a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's saying on here like uh, some of the top mukbang earners can earn as much as ten thousand U.S. dollars a month, uh, not including sponsorships. Think of all the food you could eat on your mukbang station while you <laughs> with that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, and. The it's saying like the oddest part about it is that it's not pay per view ad based or salary based. They usually get donations, like it's donation based, similar to Twitch in a way, I guess. Um, before you're like partnered on Twitch and start running ads and sell out, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's mainly based on donations. So yeah, and I, I, on the uh, little documentary piece on Viceland, they were saying you know they were interviewing one of the the. Uh, I guess mukbangers, I don't know, mukbang eaters. Uh, and um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they were saying uh that they don't really have a an audience like out west. It's mainly the you know, it kinda is like a Korean cultural thing. He was talking about how it may be associated with the fact that in Korea it's like a thing to not want to eat by yourself. Huh. So by, you know, maybe these people who are watching are also eating food as well. And it gives you this feeling of you're not eating alone. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? What? There is not a market here in the West yet. We can be the first yeah. to start this. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I have a whole plan laid out. All right, here's how it goes. So what is that that, that um, app? Is it Flickr that lets you do it? Uh, or There's an app that lets you like basically just record yourself and like stream it or like, like that. periscope or periscope yeah that's what I'm yeah thinking. periscope yeah uh so we start I do know Paris- that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> snapchat not so much periscope yeah. got it so we we start off uh we periscope it at home we're chilling at home we're like hey guys getting ready for dinner getting ready for lunch what do you guys want me to eat tonight yeah. um then we go with everyone to the grocery store because who wants to shop alone we go to the grocery <laughs> store i don't like to shop alone I get all antsy. So then I'm going with all my stream, get back, cook it. No one likes to cook alone. They always want something going on, some music. Then you come back to eat in front of your computer like I already do. But instead of <laughs> watching a show, I just stream myself eating. Yeah. I so, mean, you could also, you could still be watching that show on the other monitor. And then they're just watching you eat and watch a show. Ah, I, I respect my audience far too much. <laughs> So yeah, but, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. We all eat in front of screens. They're that's eating true. in front of a screen. I guess technically you're eating in front of a screen whether you're watching something or not. Right. Um, so what do you think of that idea? Like we can start recording ourselves, and then uh, people will watch it. Forget about this whole podcast thing. Yeah, I'm we, in. Yeah, uh, we gotta call it. We I gotta be honest with you. We gotta come up with a more American name than mukbang because yeah. no one in America is gonna 
watch something a mukbang streamer yeah no uh see i'm 100 percent in on the idea and i so, have a name so we drop right. the podcasting thing <laughs> we stop and instead of last week on the internet we switch over to eating and call it last eats on the internet i like it i like it i'm gonna throw <laughs> another idea out real quick okay. just, just uh see what you got <laughs> they they got it from uh the word eat and the word broadcast yes. why we call it eat casting <laughs> eat casting yeah <laughs> okay eat casting i like that we uh, can we can we'll come up with a name for the idea of doing this we'll call that eat casting and then our specific show will be last eats on the internet last eats on the internet yeah there we go so guys thank you for listening to our episode <laughs> um we check out our next episode next week where we will be eating food yeah (laughs) but we're not going to (laughs) switch over to video we're still going to do audio (laughs) just you'll just hear us eating food (laughs) because nobody likes or everybody likes to listen to someone eat yeah that way you can not have to eat alone when you're not unpleasant to everyone (laughs) yeah that way when you're eating that hamburger on your way to work you don't have to eat alone and you, you don't have to be distracted by watching. You can just hear us eating food as well. See, the funny thing is, we're joking, but I'm also feeling like this could be an idea. <laughs> I think this idea could work out. <laughs> You're like, it sounds like we're joking, but after the show. <laughs> yeah, but after the show, we're going to hash out the details. Yeah, hash out the deets. But uh, uh, yeah, join us next week. Um, we have... We have a blog spot that we'll link in the uh, in the description that you can leave comments on, all that cool stuff. Give us ratings on iTunes. Leave comments. The works. Once smash again, smash that like button. <laughs> yeah, smash that like button. Uh, we need more. We need more ratings before we get a, a actual like star rating visible in iTunes. So before we get that there, certified gold. <laughs> yeah, if you're out there listening, give us a rate on iTunes. Yeah, and we'll check you out next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>